Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. Welcome to our conversations, and we are so glad that you have joined us. I'm here with Kelly, and uh, Corey's away today, and uh, but we're thankful for your presence as we look at John chapter 10, and this is traditionally uh, called Good Shepherd Sunday, and I'm reading our text in this point in the Easter season, uh, and of course, uh, John 10 gives us a beautiful illustration as Jesus as the, the shepherd, and also kind of our role as sheep, mm-hmm. so... Would you like to read our scripture, Kelly? I'd love to. We pick up in John 10, starting in verse 22. And I'm reading from the Common English Bible. It says, The time came for the festival of dedication in Jerusalem, Hanukkah. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple, walking in the covered porch named for Solomon. The Jewish opposition circled around him and asked, How long will you test our patience? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, but you don't believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you don't believe because you don't belong to my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life. They will never die and no one will snatch them from my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them from my Father's hand. So we see that there's some some conflict going on, and uh, there are people who uh, just are like, just tell me whether or not you are the Messiah, um, if you are the the Christ. Um, And I love what John Wesley said about this, that um, first of all, um, that we, we kind of see what we look for. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other words, if we um, just don't believe uh, at, at all in God, then you know we'll find every reason not to believe. Yeah. And he was comparing that to, to the people of, of Jesus' time. Um, but he said this. He said if somebody made the, the expressions that, that Jesus made uh, and was not the Christ, was not the, the Messiah, uh, Wesley determined that he would be the vilest of persons. Um, so pretty strong, strong language there. So uh, there's this confusion, and then you know Jesus um, says, I, "I have told you," um, and it's almost like I've told you by my words, I've told you mm-hmm. by my deeds and, and actions. You know, yeah. almost a "What more do you want?" moment. Yeah, it's almost like uh, not only have I told you, I've shown you, mm-hmm. um, which I think is more important. But then he goes on and he says, um, and even more than this, um, the works that I've done show who God is and show who I am, but you don't believe because you're not seeing evidence of that um, or because you're not one of my sheep. And I think that that is really interesting and it speaks to the way that community forms us really profoundly. Mm-hmm. Um, now I am all about, you know, a cup of coffee and a quiet time with Jesus, just me and God all alone. But I think, um, that in terms of discipleship and faithfulness, 
uh, the community that we surround ourselves with, whether that's a small group or a home church or a large church or any sort of community of faith, Mm -hmm. that is a lot of times, at least in my experience, almost more formative than anything else. Right. And and we have been to a sheep farm. We've been uh, to petting zoo. We've had uh, Q-tip was my buddy during that time. Um, and so we learn more about sheep. And I always think when we look at this passage, it's it's interesting. Uh, just as you said, that they just kind of have this flocking instinct mm-hmm. that their security is found uh, in one another. And when they're frightened, is kind of when they're they're separated in that mm-hmm. way. Um, and also, just love the fact that. Uh, that yes, there are some sheep that maybe are, are dominant and maybe perceived as a leader, but basically they're all sheep. Mm-hmm. There's not a queen mama sheep um, <laughs> or a king daddy sheep. Um, they're just sheep, and um, and they're all dependent on the shepherd. And I kind of like that idea of that we're all all sheep. That it's not yeah. this hierarchy. In other words, yeah. uh, that we're we are just all. Uh, just dependent upon God's grace and are just called to follow um, God, uh, just like everyone, everyone else. So, yeah. And, and I also think this passage, um, like so many of them is kind of a, a, a lesson in Trinitarian theology. And mm-hmm. I left the last verse out because I, I'm silly. It's only two Wednesday and it's been a long yeah. week. That's why um, I hesitated. I'm sorry. <laughs> My, I need my glasses. Uh, this passage ends and Jesus says, I and the Father are one. Uh, and I think that that is really, really lovely that um, Christ's identity, uh, of course we know this, but he reminds us time and time and time again, is not because uh, he alone is wonderful and fabulous or he alone mm-hmm. is extra powerful, but because he is um, one with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that is beautiful. Um, and I love this idea, too, that what we're, we're told about sheep is that, um, that when they're frightened, they may run. But when they're caught, they usually just relax. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that image. So often we run from Jesus. We, we run um, from God. We, we want to do things our, our own way. Yeah. But it's in that moment uh, that we are caught. Mm-hmm. Um caught up in God's work of grace, caught up in who Jesus is and yeah. God's Holy Spirit um, and our, our need for God, as you said, just the whole triune um, identity there uh, that we finally relax. Yeah. Um, and we, we realize maybe going out on our own was not the not the best way to do it. Uh, it's something, I don't know about you, but I <laughs> learn and relearn uh, yeah. over and over again. I I love what Jesus says, that they know the sound of my voice. And it got me thinking to um, growing up, today is Mother's Day. And it reminded Mm -hmm. me of every time I've ever been lost, I think maybe all parents can probably empathize with this. Every time I've always been lost in a store, in a theme park, wherever it is, I never shout out my mom's name. I just say mom. And even though I am typically surrounded by a crowd of people who also go by mom, there is something about um, the role of a parent or the role of a caregiver, or in Jesus's case, the role of a shepherd, uh, where they, not only do I recognize their voice, but they recognize mine. Mm-hmm. Isn't that um, just so interesting? I, uh, I wonder what my mom would think about that, being able to hear my voice, even in a crowd of other people who are looking for 
their mom. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Lucy would have something very interesting. I'm sure to say. she would. I'm <laughs> sure she would. I'm tempted to call her and ask if she has a story about me being lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there's something really like intimate and friendly about that. That not only do we respond to Jesus's voice, but I think maybe the inverse is true, that Jesus also knows what our voice sounds like when we feel lost or cry out or are in mm-hmm. that scary place. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, yeah, I love that because um, we've all been in places where there's been a, a child to, to call out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like that child's, you know, mother or father or parent knows exactly mm-hmm. who it is mm-hmm. and, um, and almost what's going on. If, that, if that's a hungry cry, if that's a <laughs> frustration cry, mm-hmm. uh, if that's a scared cry, yeah. um, all those different things. Um, and I was thinking, too, that, that of course, the, the lambs, the sheep uh, who are injured, who are suffering, you know, mm-hmm. get a little bit more attention. And last week, uh, we, we talked about uh, the commands that Jesus gave to, to Peter, uh, the risen Jesus gave to Peter mm-hmm. of, um, after asking three times, do you love me? Uh, feed my lambs, take care of my sheep, feed my sheep. Mm-hmm. And it was just interesting. I never thought about this before, but, yeah, but the way you feed lambs is totally different from the way you feed sheep. And so it's almost this idea of, um, again, of God meeting us where we are and perhaps our calling to meet people where they are. Yeah. That, that lambs, you kind of have to feed with a bottle. You have to kind of lead them. Um, sheep, from what I read, you just gotta kind of show them the the pasture, and, and, it. it, and it's they get it, and there's some responsibility on their part to mm-hmm. to go and eat. Um, so it's just a the more you unwind, uh, you know this this relationship or this this symbolism. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the more depth you you find. So I remember two years ago we mm-hmm. were out at the sheep farm. And we were trying to take pictures with the sheep because it was just the most idyllic day. Mm -hmm. Green pastures, not a cloud in the sky, a hillside filled with sheep. But I think it was Michelle who was with us who took one step too close, maybe ruffled a leaf or stepped on a stick and it startled Mm -hmm. them and they all ran away. And it um, makes me think of all of the things in our own life that make us Mm -hmm. run from God or flee from Jesus or all of the things that kind of um, stop up our ears so that Mm -hmm. we cannot hear the voice of Jesus calling for us or searching for us. So I'm curious in your experience, what are the ways that we continue to hear God or to listen for Jesus's voice in a world that tries to fill our ears with other noise. Uh, well, yes, I was reading something about that um, earlier this week, and and basically, I mean, it wasn't anything in depth, but just that we have so many voices coming at us yeah. in so many different ways, and we all all know that. You know, how do we distinguish? And and I think um, part of it is taking the time to be still. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think also the the community of being with people who uh, who, who know the voice of mm-hmm. God, and even those times yeah. when we can hear the voice of God ourselves, being in that place with people who who can yeah. and who do, um, makes you know makes all the difference in the world. And those who will will, will help us to hear better and pray for us. Um, but I think you know overall that. Um, it, it, I think the one common link in all that is just having to take time aside. Mm-hmm. Uh, that if we keep going um, in our busy schedules, busy life, we're just going to keep hearing more and more 
different voices. And it's that's one of those things that's so hard to do because you get in the car and what do you hear? The radio. Or mm. you're trying to decompress, so what do you do? Turn on the TV or open social media or listen to music. And um, we just live in a very loud world. And I think of those wonderful words um, in the book of Isaiah that God was not in the crashing or the clamoring or the very loud things, but in the mm. small, still voices. And um, I think that's one of those things about being a disciple is we have to learn to listen to the mm -hmm. small sounds in a world that just feels so overstimulating at times. Mm -hmm. And it, yeah, and I kind of, again, like that image of a, of a sheep that's just gently caught and goes from being tense and afraid to relaxing yeah. and resting. And I think in our own way, we've got to figure out how, to, how, how do we do that in our, our world. Um, so that's good. Um, and we are, are thankful, as you said, you know, for the Sunday for, um, for Mother's Day, for those, uh, for our mothers, for those who've had a mother-like influence upon our lives. And, um, and so we're, we are grateful for them. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, this, this image of, of Jesus of being the, the good, good shepherd. Um, and there's one thing mamas do is it's to shepherd. So, mm -hmm. um, so, so many ways. Uh, they are examples for us. So. so true. So will you pray for us? Yeah, I'd love to. Mm -hmm. Holy God, we are thankful for Jesus, our good shepherd, and for all of the people throughout our lives who have shepherded us. We ask that you would help us in a world that is so loud to help us focus in and hear only your voice, that you might call us home and call us to all that you would have us to do. In Christ's name we pray. Mm -hmm. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.